All right, if you're thinking about getting baptized in the Christian church, then this lesson, in fact, this whole series from PursueGod.org is designed just for you. It's called Everything You Need to Know About Baptism. And here's where we're going in this four-week series. Today, we're going to just give you five Bible verses on baptism. This will provide a basic foundation for what the Bible says about baptism. Now, in the next two weeks, if you need these conversations, you can talk about, are you ready for baptism? You can also talk about whether you should get baptized again for those of you who have already been baptized. And you'll notice that the fourth lesson is for parents who are talking about baptizing their kids. Now, remember, all of our content at PursueGod.org is designed for you to talk about with your family, with your small group, with your pastor, or with a mentor. So use the questions down below to talk about this topic and the other ones in the series as needed. So let's jump in. Verse number one, Jesus himself said in Matthew 28 to his disciples, Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And here's the point for this first verse. We get baptized because Jesus commanded it. If you're watching this video and you're debating whether or not you should get baptized, the simple answer is, well, if you've put your faith in Christ, then yes, you should do it because Jesus told you to do it. That's the most basic, the most important reason to get baptized. Which leads to our second verse, Romans 3.22. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ and this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. And here's the point for this verse. Baptism doesn't save anyone. We want to make sure that you understand the point here. You don't get baptized in order to be saved. In other words, God's not waiting to consider you his son or daughter until you get baptized. According to Romans 3.22 and many other verses in the Bible, we're saved the moment we place our faith in Jesus Christ. So if you've done that, then you're saved. You're not saved after you get baptized. You're saved before you get baptized. So baptism is a commandment, but it's not a requirement for your salvation. It's important to understand that. Verse number three, and this comes from Acts chapter eight, it's Philip talking to the Ethiopian eunuch right after Philip shared the gospel with him. The Bible says, as they rode along, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, there's some water, why can't I be baptized? Now, I encourage you to read the whole passage from Acts chapter eight, but here's the point. Baptism is one of our first acts of practical obedience. See, if baptism doesn't save us, then what exactly does it do? Well, I think it proves to us, to the church, to God himself, that we're willing to live this new kind of life. You know, we've put our faith in Jesus for salvation, and now the next step is to honor God with our decisions. So one of the most practical decisions that we can make in terms of honoring God, and there are going to be many more practical acts of obedience in your life of faith, but one of the first practical acts of obedience is to get baptized because Jesus said we should, so we're going to do it. This is what the Ethiopian eunuch was doing, and this is what we should also do in our lives. We should be willing to honor God in this first act of obedience. Verse number four, Romans six, verse three, it says, or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ in baptism, we joined him in his death. And here's the point to this verse. 
Through baptism, we identify with Christ and his church. In the early church, baptism was a powerful act of identification. This is when someone would come to faith and they would say, I'm a part of this group now. And the head of this group is Christ himself. So we're identifying with Christ. We're identifying with his death and resurrection, but we're also identifying with his people. And so identification is an important part of the ritual of baptism. And that leads to the last verse for this lesson. It's actually the next verse in Romans 6, verse 4. Paul says, For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. And here's the point, and it's an important one. Baptism is an outward symbol of an inward reality. The technical word for this is ordinance, and I like to think of it like my wedding ring. When my wife and I got married, we exchanged wedding rings. Now, this wedding ring wasn't our marriage, but it symbolized our marriage. And so it's an important symbol. When I put this wedding ring on, then I was saying that I'm connected now to my wife, and she did the same thing. Now, when I take my wedding ring off, it doesn't make me not married. Just like if you don't get baptized, it doesn't mean you're not a Christian. But baptism is important. Just like this symbol is important, baptism is an important symbol. And so I think it's a good thing that you want to get baptized. And I think you should go through with it. Use those questions down below to talk about this with your mentor, your small group, your family, or your pastor. And check out our other topics for everything you need to know about baptism.